0: This episode of Your Daily Lex is brought to you by dinner. Dinner. Lord Almighty, I'm hungry for dinner. Your Daily Lex. So my, my reminder to myself about what I wanted to podcast about was Mystery Train. Remind me to podcast about the Mystery Train. I was just on that vacation last week, and I read six books across the seven-day vacation, which I was proud of, and the books were just great. I guess I could tell you what the books were and recommend some of them to you. Uh, And maybe I'll do that on another episode. But that's not what this episode is about. This episode is about the Mystery Train. Are you not paying attention, people? Come on. Get with the program. Uh, But Mystery Train, it does seem like a good name for a novel. I don't know what it would be about, but I would probably read it, especially if it were on sale and available for the Kindle. But... um, I buy a lot of 99 and 199 uh, Kindle books because I'm a shameful person. At any rate, uh, uh, my wife, Lauren Friedman, is a terrific person. She's lived where we live here in central New Jersey uh, for almost her entire life. She grew up here. She uh, went to school in Massachusetts, lived with me in California for several years, and now we're back here in central Jersey. She knows of no train near us. And she would know. I wouldn't know because I'm terrible at geography, but uh, she would know. She's very smart, very bright. She would know if there were a train near us. As far as we know, there isn't a train near us, except for the fact that there is totally a train near us. Every once in a while, more so if we're outside, like when I'm taking out the garbage at night, for example, you'll hear a train whistle. I guarantee you it is a real train whistle. Now, the reality is there's a train somewhere and we just don't know about it. But given that we have no idea where this train is, given that we've never had an issue where you're driving along and there's like a railway crossing, you have to let the train go by in our immediate radius. To me, it is a mystery train. It's an invisible train that I can hear. You can hear the whistle. You can hear the train going by, but we have never seen, never encountered, never discovered. Uh, Perhaps it's uh, uh, below the ground. I think they call those subways or above the ground. Maybe we call those, well, I guess even a regular train is above the ground a little bit. Uh, but let's call it a, you know, like it could be, you know, a monorail, but monorails don't use train whistles, at least not the monorails I ride on. And I ride on monorails all the time. It's my primary form of travel. They call me Mr. Monorail. Uh, I also sell monorails. That's why they call me that. But uh, the mystery train, uh, I'm realizing now I don't have very much to say about it other than it exists or doesn't. But either way, there is a mystery train in my life and uh, it's not a great mystery. Uh, one, because all. All, the only symptom of the train is occasionally hearing it very intermittently. That's the other thing. It's very rare. Like I hear it probably six times a year and, uh, you would expect a regular train to run more than that. I think, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's a rare, <laughs> I don't know, but that's the mystery. That's the mystery train. And, uh, I wanted to share it with you. I think when I set the reminder in Siri saying "Hey, remind me to podcast about the Mystery Train." Well, I know this for a fact, actually. Uh, I said it right after hearing it while taking out the trash, so that would have been Monday night for Tuesday. Um, And then I had other things to talk about, like "Shake It Off," so I couldn't uh, talk about the Mystery Train yet until today. Now I can talk about it. But I think when I set that reminder via Siri to talk about it, I expected I would fill up the entire five minutes or so of your daily legs talking about the Mystery Train, not talking about talking about it on this show, if you're with me. And I think that I thought I would first talk about the train specifically, which I have now done, and then segue into it would also be a good name for a mystery. I could imagine writing that novel. Um, And that's what I forgot until just now, as I reminded myself merely by speaking these very words. The reason I don't write a novel is not because I'm lazy, although I am. The reason I don't write a novel is because I don't have the story. I was talking to Lauren about this. I talked to Lauren a lot. We're married. So what happens? Friedman. Um, not Lauren Snell. You might've been confused, but uh, I-, I talked to her recently about this. And if Lauren wanted to write a novel, she tells me she has stories in her mind, but she doesn't think of herself as a writer. She hates writing. So it would be the writing that's difficult for me. It would be coming up with a story that's difficult. I come up with stories, but I've read so much and watched so much. I feel like all of my stories are derivative and I'm ripping them all off from other things. I just realized how funny it'll be for some people to hear me say that I've watched so much since my reputation is I haven't watched anything. But I don't know. So somebody give me a story idea. I'll steal it and write it. And we'll both get famous. Lex. Lex. Okay.